Welcome to the Cheap Line Parenting Podcast. My name is Michael. And my name is Jessica. This is a podcast where we talk about wine and parenting. Cheap wine and everything in between. So today we are drinking a Chardonnay. It's the J. Lohr Arroyo Seco Monterey Chardonnay from 2018. Mm-hmm. We purchased this at Costco for $9.99. It's right on our threshold. Woo-wee! <coughs> Excuse me. Let's give it a try. Cheers. It's got a lot of flavor. Tastes like an expensive wine. No? I was trying to do a very thorough sniff and swirl. got like a wooden taste on the front almost like a cedar maybe oak and did you look at the back of the bottle no i don't know if it's true at all uh and it's very smooth this is actually a white that i like now it's extremely smooth it's so smooth and it's there's fruit in there yeah but i agree with you it doesn't smell like just straight fruit no i know you said taste but it's not very fruity but it's got a, like a, a very nice fruit taste. It does. Maybe there's something to this wine that costs more than four dollars. <laughs> no, right. You mean the three dollar like the three buck check from T Joe's and Aldi? Yeah. So as said, this was nine ninety nine from Costco. It was on sale. I think it's normally like twelve ninety nine. I know. I feel. I was gonna say fifteen. <laughs> Maybe. So it's the J. Lord Riverstone Chardonnay. Our family wine growing and winemaking passion is rooted in our sustainably farmed vineyards and in our wineries along California's central coast. Named for the potato-sized stones nestled in the into nestled in the soils, our Riverstone Chardonnay comes from cool, windy Arroyo Seco in Monterey County. Malolactic barrel ferment, fermentation with zerly aging make this wine rich and flavorful, yet balanced by fresh acidity. 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 <laughs> Tropical fruit flavors, apricot, nectarine, and a toasted oak bouquet. Nice! Make Riverstone the perfect companion for roast chicken and seafood, <laughs> seafood dishes. Huh. What's the name? Jerry Lore. Jerry Lore. That's the J Lore. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Very smooth. So smooth. And it's just like a light, fruity flavor. Yeah. I, I'm very impressed with this. Yeah. I, I'm already uh, giving it high rattles in my mind. What would you give it right now? Right off the bat. I don't know what I would give it. And I... I yeah, it's... I'm giving it a high mark, so it will be the highest one I've rated to date. Yes, I agree. So, it's just really, really good. Very smooth, very crisp. It's refreshing. A lot of times I feel like I drink wine and I get, um, I'm parched afterwards. Like, I feel like I need water. Um, this is, this is good. So, right now I'm actually searching for malolactic fermentation because I want to learn about this. Also, the when the word lactic pops up, I'm pretty like it makes me makes my vegan alarms go off. Clearly, I hadn't read the back of this before, but it's not 
clear how it happens, but malolactic is... Malolactic fermentation is a process where tart malic acid in wine is converted to softer, creamier lactic acid, the same acid found in milk. Mm. The process reduces acidity in wine and also releases some carbon dioxide in the meantime. So it's not technically fermentation because it doesn't use yeast. Instead, it's special kind of bacteria eat the malic acid and poop out lactic acid. Ooh, yum. <laughs> That's what this website says. With a creamy, stop. The result is a wine with a creamy, almost oil-like texture on the middle of your tongue that adds a marvelous velvety texture to the wine. And, I mean, it's very creamy. It, yeah, it is. It's really good. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where the... Onococcus oni uh, bacteria come from, but it is. I have no idea. Yeah. So I'll have to look that up. That's a follow up topic. I mean, I know there's a whole issue around veganism and wine in general. There's yeah. other things used to clarify wine, so it's pretty, pretty likely that it's not vegan. And that's, uh, that's, this is the way life goes sometimes. So anyway, it's a good wine. Very good. We'll revisit it. Yeah, I hope that I continue to like this. So. <coughs> Sorry, Michael has been sick. Um, so if there's a lot of coughing, he's trying his best. He's a lot better, but just bear with us. My mute button is broken. Yeah. Much like Merlin, man. So, um, I got an eye roll out of that one. Podcast. So. It's a callback. To a podcast. I yeah. couldn't think of a reference. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm better now than I've been. Yes. And I did do cough syrup before we came on. Way to go. So, hopefully um, it'll get better. Yeah, like two nights ago, I thought he was going to die. I woke you bed. up the other morning, too, right? Or Yesterday morning, I think. You were coughing before, really bad. Tuesday when I went back to work, because I went... It was bad. <laughs> anyway. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just been really rough. <laughs> this is a really mild cough. Yeah. So, anyway, let's move into the follow-up section of our podcast. So, Jessica, you put the first item here. Why don't you lead with it? Oh, I did that last week, actually. Uh-huh. So, last week we told you about a couple weeks ago we had a tornado in our area that was, like, half a mile away from where we live. And I was like, maybe it... Well, first of all, I was like, is it an E or is it an F? It's an EF. So I was like, it's probably a zero, but who knows, a one. I think Michael said a one. It was actually an EF2. But it wasn't, when it hit the neighborhood across the street, it was an EF1 strength, but it had EF2 strength previous to that. Yeah, which thankfully, when it was an EF2, it hit like just woods or something Mm -hmm. like that. There were no, there was nothing there, thankfully. It seems like no one got hurt from it. Like we told you last week, it just, it took siding off houses um, lots of houses had tarps on the roof, so it took shingles off. Fences were just down, trampolines all a mess. But thankfully, it didn't. It wasn't bad. It w- could have been. I mean, thankfully, it wasn't worse. Yeah, I talked to someone at work who lives in that subdivision today, and he told me he was like he was woken up by the wind noise and like the house shaking and stuff. Like, but he wasn't in the area that we know to be affected. But I mean, I'm sure you could still feel it. <laughs> yeah, but wind. we were we were very or close too, and it didn't it wake least. us up. Because I mean, that's what I know. This wasn't as big as a tornado as it could be, but that's what I've remember hearing about tornadoes. That it just sounds like a train. It's just very loud. So even a smaller one of an EF one or EF two, I'm sure you just hear 
stuff, you know? Yeah. And depending on how wide it was, it probably did shake stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I know we were far, but who knows? Maybe he was close-ish. Maybe he was only two blocks away or whatever. Maybe. But that's crazy that... Hoo-wee. <laughs> the next bit of follow-up is regarding my phone. So a couple episodes ago, I mentioned that I impulse bought an iPhone 11 Pro because I got a good trade-in value for my big tennis. And I decided that it was too rich for my blood and that it wasn't... The features that the 11 offered or 11 Pro offered were not enough to justify the price increase and so over the weekend i traded it in for an iphone 11 which is identical to jessica's and in some ways i have identical it is they're both red yeah that's the story yeah so in some ways i wish i would have just kept my tennis max but it doesn't matter this is what i have now Now you don't have a crack on the screen now i don't have a crack on the screen i have more storage space (laughs) and i have a wide angle camera which is awesome but i don't have a telephoto camera and i don't have an oled screen whatever about that last part (laughs) it matters so um so yeah that's the follow-up so this is the third different device we've used to record this podcast in four weeks true but it's all good Oh, good, baby, baby. Baby, baby. I don't know what that was. I'm sorry. So, last follow-up item. Get us out of here. Last week I said, hey, this is what I'm feeling, Heather McMahon. She had a tour announced. I was able to buy tickets when we stopped recording. Um, Pre-sale. We are going to the show the beginning of April here in our area. Can't wait. Michael is going with me. As I said, we. Um, Gotta find a babysitter. But... It stinks because it's on a Tuesday night, so part of me is like, do I want to ask one of the neighbors, or should I, like, ask our friend who knows a babysitter that could p- potentially be available on Tuesday night until, like, 11 or 11.30? Yeah. You know? You should do that. That's what I'm thinking, too. So when I see her in the next few days, I'll ask her about it. Right. But yeah, tickets. So excited to see her again. Heather K. McMahon on Twitter, on Instagram. Okay, so that'll take us out of follow-up, and we'll move on to what's happened since the last episode, the segment of the show where we blabber on about our lives. <laughs> and that's the entire show. So anyway, yeah. uh, the most important thing that's happened since the last show is that I ran a marathon. Woo-woo! This would be remarkable were it not my eighth marathon. You know what? You don't need to be cocky about it. It's still a big deal. <laughs> okay. So... What to say about it? It was my first marathon in the state we live in now, so now I've run marathons in four states. What states? In Ohio, Alabama, Georgia, and Tennessee. Also, the flying pig in Cincinnati goes into Kentucky, but it doesn't count as a state that I've run a marathon in, technically, I don't think. I forgot about Georgia. So, um, so only 46 states to go. Only? (laughs) <laughs> if I want to do all 50, which seems like a lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, it was, it was a good morning to run. I just was a little under-trained, I think. And slightly under the weather. And slightly under the weather. I had the beginnings, stages of this cough mm-hmm. and everything. I think Saturday was pretty bad. I had a really high resting heart rate overnight, which is typically indicative that I'm, my body is fighting something. And that hasn't come back. So my body's not really fighting. We're just kind of along for the ride now. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, Sunday I got a really good night's sleep Saturday night and 
uh, everything went really well considering that we have a toddler like it can be a little like everything can be a little hit or miss when you're trying to get out the door at a certain time mm-hmm. and honestly everything went as good as could be expected we didn't know where we were going really but we found a great parking spot like, yeah great. A primo parking spot amazing and uh like i don't know a half mile from the finish and jessica was able to walk to see me a few times it wasn't ideal for that because like the design of the course it was two loops and she couldn't get out to the far part so yeah i went i didn't see her until like mile 10 or something maybe even later than that it was probably around 10 yeah based on when i saw you and then saw you again i don't know what you mean by (laughs) apparently siri just got activated somehow yeah so that was uh siri on my watch this happened to a guy in a meeting today (laughs) and i laughed at him and now i'm the the joke is on me so (coughs) so anyway it was uh what was your time my time was three hours and 56 minutes, which makes it, of my eight marathons, it's below my average, I think. I think it is, too. It's and just by median speed. So my first marathon was 425 and 401, and then it doesn't matter. Everything's been under. It's all been under four, but I did, one was 359, so then this means that this is, this would have been my fifth fastest marathon. Okay. So, um... So yeah, I mean, it was fine. I knew I was going to be, I knew I could get under four. I knew I wasn't going to PR probably. My PR is 335, but I was actually rolling pretty well. Like I think I did the half in 147 or something. And this uh, plays into something I'll talk about later. Like I, I like data analytics and I haven't been able to analyze this as much as I'd like in part because I don't have the same subscriptions that I always have. Like I don't always have the same software or whatever, the same online services. So Overall, a success, and this wasn't my A race. My A race is the first week in May at the Flying Pig, as previously mentioned. It'll be my sixth time doing that race, and fifth in a row. So, that's what I'm training for, and that's what I'm excited about. But it was successful. There were no major incidents with the family or Mm -hmm. anything on course, and everything went pretty well. It was really good, so I didn't get the app. I'm just going (coughs) to give a little bit. I didn't get the app to track him, but if you have an iphone you can track your if you, you allow it find my friends for some reason it wasn't working for him um so i was just kind of like hoping i would get to somewhere before he did so i tried to make it to one place and i was looking at the website course map and it didn't say like the mile marker so i was like based on this picture and not knowing the city i think i can get there and he started out running a pace of like between 3.30 and 3.45, and I got there, and literally, like, right as I was getting there, the pace person was holding the sign up for four hours, and I was like, damn it, I missed him. So, like, we booked it. Um, I think I, I know he ran 26 miles, I get that, but I think I walked uh, over five miles that day seeing you uh, with Lil M. So I saw him. She did great. She had some snacks. Um, like Michael said, we parked super duper uh close to the start finish line so after since it was a two loop thing at the split for the end of the half and then continuing on to the full I walked down that street and we got back in the car I put her in the car seat and she slept for a little bit and I watched some Netflix and all was right with the world um but seriously she did great he did great I can't wait for little M to get a little bigger and like 
be able to stand and, like, see Michael run by and, like, really, like, say something, like, it... And give a high five. Give a high five. And give high fives to other, other runners. People. That's the cutest thing it's when you're running on course. It's the cutest thing. Like, when the first time I saw him right before the split, there were these three girls that were cheering on their dad. Like, they were like, go, daddy, go. Go, daddy, go. As he ran by. Or even as they saw him, which was further down. And it was the cutest thing. It, like, melted my heart. And then right when I saw Michael for the third time, uh, two little girls... We're jumping up and down and everything. I got a picture and they're in it as you're running by. But they were just super cute. So I can't wait for that. But she did great. She recovered from the marathon as well. She had two and a half bananas <laughs> post-marathon. It was tiring sitting in that stroller. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, I mean, not his best. But he knew it wasn't going to be a PR. So We're still proud of him. You're... Uh, mention of the find my friend thing yeah. not working reminded me so because i switched out the phone the day before you have to restore oh. your watch and so i think that's part of what played into it but like, it, what the hell <laughs> but it reminded me that uh during the race my apple watch restarted for no reason like mm. it when the battery gets to like 12 percent while i'm running apparently it decides that it's going to restart and then uh it takes forever to reboot and then it boots back up and says battery low but it's at 10 percent, and i was like no you stupid piece of shit like you're gonna keep working i yeah. need you to work please and it's not so i i wear a garmin gps watch for this reason and because i have the gps watch predates my apple watch affair but the restarting is proof that the the apple watch is not ready to be my number one like right. it just can't this is it's a my uh my apple watch is a series four that i got right after they came out so it's now almost 18 months old but it's basically state-of-the-art i mean it should be able to hold up to this type of abuse this is what apple markets it for is athletic endeavors yeah and it's only four hours like it's not that hard to be on cellular for four hours right and to keep because you were charging it before we left you charge it every morning i don't yeah so and I'm, you charge it, it before you run on the weekend and especially when it's a marathon i right. know that it needs to be fully charged when i'm running without my phone like that's the whole appeal of having a cellular watch is right. that you can run without your phone and not worry about it and so it died and that was disappointing and especially because my gps watch doesn't have cellular mind you and there's lots of other things it doesn't do that the apple watch does but my gps watch is now five years old like I've had this watch for five years, and it's been with me for over 5,000 miles of running. Yeah, it's, it's it was a very good purchase. Yeah, it's great. And it you know what it never does? It never dies. And like, <laughs> oh, this is not true. It's actually done this to me three or four times. But over five years and lots right. of software updates, so I'll take it. But uh, it's never died on me during a marathon. Yeah. And made me stare at the Apple, Apple logo while I'm wishing that it would boot up. Right. So, <laughs> just a little bit of technology disappointment. So, anyway, what's happened with you since the last episode? Well, the night before the marathon, we had visitors pass through on their way to Florida. So, my my BFF, my bestie forever, came through with her two kids and stayed the night on Saturday. So, it was... It's a lot of fun. Uh, she's the one who I went for her birthday in Nashville back in December. Brought both of her kids who... Want th one will be 19 this year and one will be 10. And just 
I love her. And the ten, the little boy, the nine-year-old, apparently told her, like, I really love visiting Jessica because it's like you guys know, you guys have known each other for so long that it's like visiting family. So, like, they're just so comfortable and it's so nice. And I didn't realize that the weekends lined up with the marathon and them coming through, but I was like, she will not care. So, I mentioned it to her, I think, the day before. And then when she got here, I was like... I know I mentioned it to you, and I'm sure you won't care, but, like, we have to leave early tomorrow, and she just kind of looked at me, and I was like, but you can lock the door. It just, all you do, it's a smart lock push button. She was like, oh, cool, because I didn't want to leave when you left. So they let themselves out. Like, that's the kind of friend that it was. They were like, whatever, we don't care. So it was just really good to see them. And then we made a vegan dinner with tacos, and Lil M ate more than her nine-year-old son because, you know, she just loves all the food and he's insanely picky. <clears throat> My friend was like, I would not, I would think that you were starving your daughter had I not just seen her down an like a gigantic banana before dinner and then eat a ton of sweet potatoes, have a lot of Beyond Beef. Um, I forget everything that we gave her. Wait, why would she think we were starving her? Because she was just like, like inhaling uh, the food. Sorry. Because she was just so excited and inhaling the food that she was like. Oh, she's never seen food before. Yeah. So it was just a lot of fun and it would have been, it would have been cool if they could visit longer and I know I'll see her again, but it's just nice to have people. Oh, and we cracked open a bottle of wine. Um. And I found out that she chills every wine that she drinks. and So we're not the worst wine drinkers yeah. ever. But our friend, who used to be both of our bosses, was I was texting her and told her that she was visiting. And she she was not thrilled that our that Amy chose all wines and then was has not been thrilled with me. She's the one who told us that all white wines need to be chilled. Look, I'm just going to say it. If she, <laughs> if she has opinions about the way that we drink wine, she can come on the show and teach us. Okay. Shout out to you, Kim. <laughs> so, anyway. But it was just a lot of fun, and it was nice. And us staying up, not super late, but late, didn't keep up Michael by any means for the marathon. She was very concerned that we were going to keep you up. And I was like, I mean, I'm sure my laughing at the very beginning was slightly loud, but... I did hear a couple of laughs now that you mentioned it, but I slept fine. I was like, he'll text me if I'm being too loud. Yeah. And so, it was fine. It was just... It was a lot of fun. What else has been happening? I did our taxes. Ooh, yeah. Wait, did you finish finish them? I didn't file them. Oh, okay. There's a couple of things I need, but... Okay. That was exciting. I took a day off work to do our taxes to the day after the marathon, just to... I'm going out of town for a little while, and so I wanted more time with the family, mm-hmm. and so... And he woke up super early. Oh, yeah. I wake up now. Apparently. This is part of being an old man, but <laughs> I just wake up at 4.30, even when I don't have an alarm, when I don't have anything to do, my body's like, hey! <laughs> What's up? Let's get out of bed. <laughs> but I'm about to... I'm moving, or... Uh, I'm, moving? Excuse me? Yeah, I hate to break it to you this way. No, I'm, I'm traveling seven time zones away and so now it's going to be a little different for my body and then there's going to be a time change when you come back well the good thing about the time change i figured this out is that so i'm i have to come back to i'm leaving i'm going seven time zones yeah in the future yep. and then i'm coming back and i'll come back seven time zones in the past but you're gonna and go then up one. 
for one night, and yeah. then the next night we go up one, so it'll help me to adjust. It'll only be six hours different. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see. How, I mean, famous last storage, right? right. But it's going to be a mess. So, the last time we went there, though, we just... We just went to bed really early, and you get in late when you come back. We went to bed super early, and I feel like coming back, we weren't bad. But going there, we were all kinds of fucked up. Yeah, going there is going to be the problem, and I have to go to work right away. But I am flying first class, so that's nice. Yeah. So hopefully I'll get some sleep. But basically, my commute for work on Monday starts at... Well, the flight leaves at one thirty on Sunday. Yeah. 1.30 p.m. So, um... From one thirty p.m. on Sunday to straight to work, but with a bunch of travel in between. So, I don't know. It'll be fine. And if it's not, I'll just cry myself to sleep like I did last time. <laughs> so. So, anyway, he did taxes. Yeah. <laughs> what else with you? Last thing I had, we had, uh, well, I had a, well, M had a play date on <coughs> Monday night. We went to our friend's house, and it was a lot of fun. They actually played together this time. I feel like they weren't just two ships passing in the night. I took a picture. She was sharing her chicken nugget, chicken tender with him. Fake chicken. Yeah, fake. They were both reaching out for it and it was a super cute picture and then I, and then she went in to give him a hug. It was very cute, but um, it's just a lot of fun. So, she offered some wine or milk or water or beer. And I, I know like, it's I know it's hard because you can't use names, but you said that she shared her chicken tender and then she offered wine. I know. So should did, I say did, names? Though? No, but you shouldn't. I'm just saying. Did, it's confusing. Did little, did Lil little M. M offer you wine? No, Lil M shared her chicken tender with her friend, and then the mom offered me something to drink, and I had some wine, and it was. I don't know if you told me that. She was like, "It's nothing fancy." <laughs> I was like, it's okay. She was like, seriously. I didn't see the label on it, but my guess was, what's that gigantic bottle of, I forget what it is, Sutter Home, I feel like. And that's just, so she gave me some white wine that was chilled. Doesn't she know who we are, esteemed podcast hosts? No, she doesn't. But I meant to ask her, hey, did you know that all white wine needs to be chilled? And I forgot. You really let us down. I know. But it was a lot of fun. The kids had fun. I had fun talking to her, and then her husband was in and out and hanging with the kids, so her and I could hang out, and then we were all talking. It was just a lot of fun. It was a very good night. I think we were there for almost two hours, so it's nice that uh, they're, we live on the same street, and the kids are so close in age and can hang out, yeah. and he's not walking yet. He can take steps, though. But he doesn't walk. He's not walking, so like you have to really entice him. Like. Mm. He, uh, the dad held up his cell phone <laughs> and there were steps taken and then he just stops when he gets there and he gets so excited and then he just plops down. Hmm. So it's like he has no desire. He's, he's lightning fast crawling though. He's been standing since like New Year's Eve or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were there when they were like, <gasps> yeah, <laughs> there's still just no desire, huh. but it was good. So, that'll take us out of the What's Happened segment and take us into recommendations where we rapidly talk about things that we like. So, <laughs> for me, this is quick and easy. I just want to recommend Ultra Shoes, A-L-T-R-A, because I love them. <laughs> and it's a smaller company, and I've run 
about half of my marathons in their shoes now, and I ran this past marathon in the Ultra Escalante Racer, which is an aggressive shoe. Like, my feet hurt a little bit during the race, and I thought I was going to regret it, but I've had absolutely no lower leg pain, just soreness since the race. Why do you the say race. they're aggressive? I mean, they're just, it's a racing, it's a, racer is in the name, so it's a racing shoe, so you don't have as much cushion as you might like. Oh, I got you. So, okay. And they I haven't. Didn't get that. Jesus. Oh my gosh, Siri. Uh, <laughs> so I have uh, I have a normal pair of Escalante shoes. Like that's the the it's the model of shoe, <laughs> and so um, they have a little bit more cushion. And then the Escalante Racer has a little bit less cushion, a little bit more uh, breathability in the upper, and the upper is a little bit more firm, and just the a great shoe and you have lots of room so I have no issues with my toes or toenails which was always an issue when I used the swoosh brand shoes <laughs> and um <laughs> which yeah my first marathon I ran swoosh brand shoes really yeah you finished shitty I finished shitty I lost not really it. for your first one I, I take that back I beat the Oprah line yeah so that's what's important and uh, but I did have a couple of black toenails and I think I lost a big toe <sighs> You lost your big toe. It's just gone. <laughs> the whole toe. Thanks wow. a lot, Phil Knight. So, uh, no, I have a, I still have a, both of my big toes, but I think I Phew. lost a toenail. <laughs> and so Ultra has a wide toe box, and this is part of their ethos, that your toes shouldn't fall off. Yeah. And so, just my recommendation, support them, and try them out if you haven't, and if you enjoy running. Jessica has a pair of ultras that she's never worn. So I was looking at them the other day. They were in the garage, but I really want to save them for when I like start walk. It's been raining so much lately when I start walking and or running again. Yeah. Um, especially like the running part, like when I get back on the treadmill. So which I feel like I might be might start doing again in the next week or so just Ooh. to test it out. Ooh. I know. Because now I know what I need to do if it does start to hurt. I have the exercises from PT. I know I should ice it if it's sore. I can massage it like they've massaged it. So that's when I want to bust them out. But I'm excited because like Michael said, they have the wide toe box. I feel like the shoes that you bought me when we were in Austin a couple years ago, they've been kind of squishing my toes. So I'm excited to try these. Yeah, they're Asics, Gel Keanu, 24s or something, 23s. But it's they're a heavier shoe, the Asics, and... I ran a marathon in those too, but not, not your shoes exactly, yeah, but for sure. that type, like that exact model of shoe. And they're a good shoe, but yeah, they're a little bit tighter in the toe box. Yeah. So, um, and also Alter does something, it's called Fit For Her. I don't know what it means, but it's like, it's something that is different about women's feet compared to men's feet. So mm -hmm. their women's shoes have a different, like it's made for you. So Interesting. I'm interested to really hear what you think about them once you're able to wear them and run them. Me too. Can I say something about that? Yeah. It sounds like a tampon. <laughs> Fit for her. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so what are you feeling? <laughs> I am feeling... Playtex for her. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I'm feeling a TV show called The Americans. It was on FXX. It was on FX to oh. start. I think it was on FX the whole time. Okay. You're the worst guy kicked FXX. 
Got you. Okay. FX starring Carrie Russell and Matthew Reese. They it takes place in the 80s. They are KGB. No spoilers. Spies, agents, um, impersonating Americans. And it is such a good show. How many seasons are the last six? Seven. Seven? I was gonna say seven at first. I'm sorry I don't have the dates for this. Um, so so good. There's some semi-gruesome things in in there. There are scenes that you could not watch. Me? Yes. Yeah. Um, and then there's one scene where the sound was really gross. Um, so we had friends that watched it but muted the TV because they couldn't handle the sound that it made in this particular scene. Um, so good. They had so many different, uh, personalities since they were spies and like being different people they just they work together really well they are actually now a couple they have a child together they're not married um but it's just it's there's so much going on in it and it's so interesting to see the dynamic between the two of them she was very 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 i am russian and he was not quite uh completely like her but enough to still do his job and do it very well and it's just wild to to watch and i it's it's super good you agree yeah we we watched it and the series finale the there's a scene in there that is it is hands down my favorite series finale of any tv show that we've watched that i've watched the best and there's one scene in there in particular um, that takes place in a parking garage and it is the best scene. It's amazing. I could listen to all the podcasts on just that single episode in that particular scene. Um, so, so good. I have, we have a lot of friends. We have a few friends that watched it and really enjoyed it too. So it's on, I'm sure it's on the FX app. Just find it and watch it. It's super good. Yeah. The Americans, Carrie Russell, Matthew Reese. Sweet. So, I mean, I totally co-sign on that. So, why don't we transition out of that and follow up on the wine? So, again, we're drinking the J. Lore Riverstone Chardonnay from 2018. It's still very smooth. Uh, I will, would like to say that the cork was not a real... It was... What, it's not a, like... It was a rubber cork. Thank you. I couldn't think... It's not a cork cork. Yeah, it's not corky cork. Corky cork. Like Corky Miller? No. Okay. Um, still smooth, still good, fruity, but not overly fruity. Seriously, like, the wine that I drank on Saturday night with my friend when she was visiting was just, like, straight sugar. It was, like, juice. She was like, I'm not gonna be able to drink that much. And I'm like, why not? It is straight sugar. (laughs) So, she had one glass and I finished the rest. You drank the bottle? Yeah. Jesus. Over the course of, like, three, two and a half hours? Good for you. I didn't feel anything. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah, you were fine the next day. I was. But anyway, this is super good. It's not overly sweet. It's very crisp and refreshing. I still consider it very high. We slightly, we didn't do chill it a ton, but it's chilled. It was chilled in the freezer. Yeah, before mm-hmm. to get it nice and cool. Because mm-hmm. we don't usually decide on which wine we're going to drink until sometimes when we're eating dinner. So a couple hours before we record or... Since I had PT tonight, it wasn't decided until the last minute, so I mm-hmm. threw it in the freezer. Um, just, I really like it. Yeah. Still, would you still rate it high right now? Yeah. Yeah. 
It's legit. J. Lore Chardonnay. Find it. Drink Find it. it. I know we bought it. Who did we Give us your feedback. We bought it for a friend when we were in Hawaii for hosting us. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, but then we buy the Chardonnay. I don't know. I was just going to ask. Do they have other ones? They've got to have they others. They have tons of others. Because this is like a winery. Yeah. Okay. They're a big deal. Yeah. We didn't have it then. Nope. <sighs> Jerks. Jerks. Anyway, okay. it's good. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. We're drinking a Chardonnay. It's a J. Lore Chardonnay. And it is so very good. It's still good. And so smooth. And still smooth. And crisp and refreshing. It's not crisp. I don't feel like it's crisp. Okay, that's your choice. It's your opinion. Do you think it's crisp? I mean... Actually, I just got a little crispiness right I there. I feel like it's crisp. It kind of tingles on your tongue when you're done with it. <laughs> so, anyway. Let's move on, then. We're going to skip a segment. If you miss the segment, let me know. If not, maybe we'll cut the segment. Ooh. Ooh it's on the chopping block. There's too many. Yeah. Too many. Yeah. So, we're going to move into the protein and starch. This is where we talk about the big stuff. The big stuff pertaining... Is that the word? Our daughter? <laughs> pertaining... To our daughter? Yeah. Okay. Look at you. It just sounded weird. Public maybe school I, education. Maybe Chinese I girl. enunciated it too much. Pertaining. <laughs> hey, oh. y'all, does this pertain to the topic at hand? Hold on. I know this is going to be rude by the thought of this. Can I mention something really quick about what's happened? <laughs> we have a segment for this, Jessica. I know. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. On Sunday, it was the greatest, one of the best days in racing sports, and it got postponed. One of the Why? best days in racing sports. <laughs> I know. They're going to put that on a poster. Well, the biggest day in racing is, like, for the Indy 500 and Monaco and everything. One of the best days in racing sports. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Anyway, the race got postponed because it rained. And <laughs> Shut up, Michael. They did 20 laps on Sunday, I believe, and they had to finish it on Monday. Anyway, it finished with an awful, awful, awful wreck. Um, Ryan Newman got spun. I feel like I can't, I can't watch it. Um, he flipped up, and then as he was coming down, another car, I'm sure he was braking, but was going very fast and hit his, the driver's side door. He was 100% not braking. You don't he, No, he said it. He wasn't? Yeah, he said he was driving into the smoke. Oh, fuck. Okay, so probably going, like, what, between 190 and 200 miles an hour, plowed into the driver door. He flipped again and then, like, slid on the roof across, like, just, like, a football field or something. Just insane. And anyway, there was a fire, and then it thankfully went out, but it was wild. I instantly jumped up from the couch and was like, no, 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 no. Oh, my God, who was that? Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Um, took a while to get him out of the car. See, it's a, it's a horrific wreck. I was, it was awful. I'd be shocked if you, the listener, haven't seen it by now. I mean, I would be too, but it's just a mate. I like, he lived, he left the hospital less than 48 hours after he got there walking out without shoes. What the hell? <laughs> they got knocked off in the crash. <laughs> I know. Um, with his daughters, and I remember I asked Michael, I was like, does he have kids? And he said, yes. And I said, are they older, or are they grown, or are they young? And he said, doesn't matter. And I was like, valid point. Um, because it was it was awful. So I just, I'm so happy that he's okay. And 
Whoo wee. It was, it was rough. So where's the story going? You mentioned, I just wanted to do a follow up and say that I'm so happy he's okay. And we like racy cars. And one of the best <laughs> days in racing. <laughs> racing sports. <laughs> Sorry, but your your accent reminded me of... Oh, I didn't know how we got here. Okay. At least I know now. <laughs> Willie accent reminded me. I don't think he has one. It just reminded me. Oh, he's from South Bend, Indiana, just like po- Pete Buttigieg. 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 Boot edge edge. Mayor Pete. Yeah. That's what people say. Yeah. Some anyway. people say boot judge. Interesting. I'm sorry to do that. I'm just, I'm, my point is that I'm very happy he's okay. Okay. Very happy. So, because I was, <gasps> he's yeah, not no. racing this Sunday, but, and there's no word, but when he'll come back, but. Whew. There's no word on what his injuries are, but everyone True. thought he was dead. Oh yeah, everyone thought he was dead. Actually incorrect. He's not dead. He is not. Contrary to popular reports. He's not dead. I mean, there weren't. Anyway. So. Anyway, we're going to move on to the protein and starch pertaining to. Pertaining to. Our daughter. <laughs> Quite a digression. Yes. So, <coughs> excuse me. The topic at hand is uh, vegan baby follow-up. Yeah. So, our baby is a vegan. Yes. She's had a small amount of animal product in her life. She has. So, we tried some uh, cow's milk formula, mm-hmm. and it, she didn't tolerate it well. No. She didn't and tolerate my breast milk well when I was consuming dairy. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. she's... I mean, it's all meant to be. The stars are aligned here. Yes. And so, um, as we've discussed previously, then she doesn't eat any animal products. If I, I mean, it's not fair to say vegan, right? Because it's easier to describe as vegan. It's the same thing that I do with my own diet. But she just, she doesn't, like, honey, I draw the line at honey. I don't mind eating honey. I don't go out of my way to eat honey. I don't go out of my way to not eat honey. Right. Honey is in my diet. But that makes me not vegan. But yeah. it's way easier to describe as vegan when doing anything else. And so, and I do lots of other things that are vegan. Like I'm trying not to buy any leather, trying not to buy clothing or other items that are made from animal products. Like shoes that have horse glue in them. Mm-hmm. So. Can I share something about not buying leather stuff? Yeah. So for Christmas last year, I think it was, I got you a leather watch band. Not Mm -hmm. this, in 2018. Yeah. And we had talked about how he was trying not to buy leather. And I bought him a fucking leather watch band for his Apple Watch. And I gave it to him and he was like, oh, thank you so much. And then I forget how you phrased it. It was very polite. And I was like, oh, shit. And you wore it. But then you were like, did you ask our friend about it? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) Michael was like, I'm shocked he didn't remind you that I'm trying not to buy leather stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so now I remember, but man, right at the beginning, it was it was hard to think of those other things yeah, because so you just think ingrained. of the what you consume in your body that you don't think about the shoes that you wear. Um, he has a pair. He re- semi recently bought a new pair of gym shoes just to wear that you wear to work mm-hmm. that doesn't have leather on it. And it's just those things you don't always think about. Right, yeah. And it's when it's so ingrained in the culture and so ingrained in your day-to-day life, it's just not something that you consider regularly. Mm-hmm. And so, um, man, I don't remember where I was going with this. I'm but. sorry. You don't consider yourself a vegan because I mean, you... It's easier to describe this way. And so in some ways I do consider myself a vegan. Like I spend a lot of time... I don't, I, I don't spend a lot of time, but... 
I really enjoy the Reddit subreddits for vegan and for vegan circle jerk, which I've mentioned down here before, but it, vegan circle jerk isn't what it sounds like, but it's basically vegans sarcastically making fun of vegans. Like you bring every, every stupid argument you hear about being vegan, you bring to a vegan circle jerk. Like, oh, I can't believe I've made it this long without dying of a protein deficiency. <laughs> I like these these types of jokes. people are men are surprised they don't have boobs because of soy oh yeah like soy boys just running rampant around there without boobs for some reason <laughs> and so it's uh reddit's an interesting place anyway but you love reddit i do enjoy reddit mm-hmm. i don't love reddit okay nobody, but anyway nobody loves reddit so um so anyway like the kid is the following kid. a mostly vegan diet our child, child? <laughs> our daughter yeah all those things are true so the kid is following a mostly vegan diet but not mostly vegan like she doesn't she might have honey but whatever so she doesn't she has eat cough syrup that she has not had that has honey in yeah it, but so that's... and there might be honey in some of the other stuff that she eats but like we're doing our best to keep her from consuming actual animal products like no milk no eggs mm-hmm. no anything else no meat most yeah. importantly like yeah. meat is so far from my brain at this point like oh, I, for I haven't sure. consumed meat in almost two years and my life has never been better so um anyway so we made that decision early on that she wasn't going to consume meat the milk thing was the only thing that was in question right. and her body doesn't tolerate it already so she doesn't do it and it really hasn't been an issue it's been really easy because when she was in daycare the first time she was drinking soy formula or drinking breast milk and Mm -hmm. so that was easy and then like it's really easy when you manage everything that goes into her body not to give her anything like that like we did have to make sure that we had enough of things on hand and make sure that she liked the things that we eat or buy her things that she would eat and jessica can elaborate on that a little bit but now that she's back in daycare one day a week this is becoming more of a challenge again because we have to prepare all this food for her and yesterday when I picked her up from daycare, the teacher was like, oh, are you sure she can't eat our food? Because she was looking at the other kids eating food and it was just so sad. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, she can eat your food, but it, not if it has animals in it. Like, this is not that challenging for me to explain to you that if it has animals in it, she can't have it. And she's like, oh, well, they're having this vegetable ranch thing. And I was like, if it, has, if it says ranch, <laughs> there's a really high percentage chance that it has milk in it. Because I've made ranch dressing before in my life. And ranch dressing is mayonnaise, buttermilk, and some seasoning. <laughs> and mayonnaise has eggs in it. Yeah. And buttermilk is literally buttermilk. Like, I don't understand what buttermilk is that milk isn't. Yeah. You can, like, it's let me know. Around. I don't need to know. But it's definitely from an animal. Yeah. So ranch dressing, if it if ranch means ranch dressing, then that is not suitable for my child. Right. Or me. And so I, I like it's there's a larger conversation to be had about the things that we feed children in this country in general, but it says veggie in it, so it must be true. Or it must be good for you. Right. So I don't know. Um so this is where I see it becoming kind of strained is especially when she is old enough to see that other kids are eating these things but not old enough to understand why she can't eat them right or why we've made this decision for her and to be clear and i think i've said this before but what i'm trying to do is allow her to make this decision on her own 
being educated about it. And this was something that came up when our friend was here the other night. So uh, ultimately, every person that I know personally has did not get to make a choice for themselves whether they eat animals in their life, right? That's a decision that's made for you before you're old enough to make decisions for good reason, right? Like your parents had the same decision made for them as well. It's what they ate. It's what they had in the house. And so it's what you do. Mm-hmm. And that's how a lot of things go when you're this age. But I want her to have the decision to make and to, to say that if I'm going to be to cause animal cruelty to occur, because if you eat an animal, cruelty has occurred. That's my belief. And it's true. Like, I'll fight you. But um, if you want animal cruelty to occur because you enjoy the taste of something then you should make that decision on your own Mm -hmm. and it took me 34 years almost to figure that out and to right my ship but I want her to have the choice and so when it's appropriate and I I want to explain it to her in an appropriate way that your friends are eating meat and this is where meat comes from like this is this is the story this is what happens without being too graphic without it scarring her for life like this is this is literally what happens. And if you want, if the taste is worth it, if you want to be like your friends enough to, to do it, then go out and try it and do it. And let's reconcile later. But, um, but obviously, uh, almost 14 month old kid can't make that decision for herself. Right. And so we're leaving that door open for her by not giving her food, like not giving her meat now because she can clearly sustain without it. She's continuing to exist. And not only exist, but thrive. Yeah, not a, she's not struggling in the weight department or height. Or, or crucially in any other metric, right? She's right. had blood work done at one year. So, um, and, a finger prick. And so you can elaborate on that again later. But um, it's not doing her any disservice to quote-unquote deprive her of these things. And no one's accused us of depriving right. her to our face. But... Um, so as long as she's healthy without it, we're doing her, in my mind, a service to keep these things from her and allow her to make her own decision and have that for herself later. So I don't know, maybe you can chime in now. And So we won't get into like when she should, you think that she's going to decide this later because like, obviously explaining this to a three-year-old could really traumatize them. Um, but I will say I was listening to a podcast the other day and it was uh, Kristen Bell and she said she's been a vegetarian since 11. So that made me really think like, wow, it was that quote unquote late in her life to make that decision herself. And she, it was not her whole family. It was like her. Right. So who knows how long it'll be until she can make that informed decision and we will cross that bridge later but it was an interesting point since you're saying that she can she, she can decide this when we explain to her how this is a thing well it's obvious that we're going to come at it from a place of bias right where if if my parents had told me like i mean this is unfathomable really but if my parents had said like oh yeah like we don't eat meat do you want to eat meat? I'm just going to be like, no, of course I don't want to eat meat. You don't eat meat. Why would I eat meat? I mean, and you so, never know. But, like, the What's 11... <laughs> the 11-year-old in all of us is like, oh, animals are so sweet. Why would we murder them to right. eat them as food? Right. And so, like, I think it's pretty popular, too, or for kids to dip into it for a period of yeah. time. Not all kids stick with it for, yeah. forever, but once you learn where it comes from, 
it's not abnormal to to want to do better and yeah. at least from what i've heard like right and so i don't know how do we get from 13 months or 14 mm-hmm. months to 11 years old where she's acutely aware of that is different but i think certainly our biases will actually help there yeah but also like that pull to want to be like your friends and lots of people will be pulling her in that direction like we've had one of our friends where we used to live said oh just she would say this to the baby like just wait till i get you away from your parents i'll give you some steak steak." Mm -hmm. no fuck off no you won't yeah so i don't know yeah that's just an annoying way thankfully like since she's only in daycare now, just once a week, and there's not a ton of people around here, but our friends on the street, when they watched her, when we went out for Michael's birthday, she texted me and was like, hey, can she have these? They uh, they don't say that they uh, have anything in it. And they were, she thankfully gives her son um, some vegan things too. So she had it, her his chicken nuggets fake chicken nuggets obviously but the people that so far are could potentially share food with their child and our child she's very considerate of it right and very considerate for both of us and made michael vegan made vegan gluten-free cupcakes for his birthday and made a vegan dinner and everything yeah she's awesome she's She's super awesome she's interested it seems in doing this herself but just overall awesome for accommodating that's my like that's my thing with friends like when you she just heard it in passing when we left our first like neighborhood gathering and then the next time when we had a play date she made cookies that were vegan and gluten-free and i was like man she's gonna be a good one but um anyway follow up there's so much stuff now that for feeding little m it has not been an issue for us um Especially, we do a lot of our shopping at Aldi, and within the last couple years, they've come out with a lot of vegan things, and it's frozen, and whatever, that's fine. You can quickly microwave it, or put it in, like, I've also used the toaster oven, but they have vegan meatballs, um, tons of different sandwiches, chicken tenders, chicken breast patties, like, chicken patties, and all this, and so far, she's loved all of it that she's tried, um... The downside is, I don't think we've mentioned this before, or maybe we have. I'm gluten-free, so, like, a ton of it contains wheat. Whatever, that's fine. I have my own things that I can eat. So, like, these things are literally just purchased for her, and she kills it. Seriously, she'll have a freaking... And they're not gigantic burgers. Like, Michael and I could have had two because they're small, especially if we don't use a bun. But, like, we could each eat two of these little patties if we had, like, a mushroom burger, a quinoa burger, um... But she'll kill one in, like, no time at all. Yeah. Like, you got more for me? Like, bring more. That she's loving it. And everything's been really good in that department so far. The only downside right now, <coughs> like Michael mentioned, since she's going to daycare, uh, I usually give her, like, meatballs or a sandwich or something with her lunch. So they don't have a microwave there since they don't since we have to bring her food so it's vegan i'm like well what do i give her so the other night i made pita bread and put some hummus on it gave her a lot of fruit bananas she doesn't normally have like a pouch uh puree pouch with lunch or like any meals but 
because I felt like she wasn't going to get enough in that lunch instance, I was nervous. So I put that in there too. And I put tape on it that said lunch. So they knew to give this to her with her lunch. Um, so right now I've been trying to figure out what other things to do with her. Today I gave her pita bread and I put hummus on some and guacamole on some. Ooh. And she loved the guacamole. She inhaled it. True child of a millennial. <laughs> I know. Um, she's not a huge fan of avocado. I've literally just put avocado on it and she's like, eh. Huh. I know. Weird. <laughs> Last week I gave her some with... Well, I used bread and put cream cheese in it because I was trying to think of a what a something for her lunch for daycare. Didn't like it. I think she had one bite. Hmm. Didn't like it. So there's just a lot of things. Like so far, she's been great. That with at her one year checkup, I think we mentioned this before in a different episode, not just now. She got the finger prick. She got the blood. They checked the iron. It was slightly low. She gets a little bit of iron supplement every day, which. To me, is shocking just because she got oatmeal so often. So I don't know where it is. And, like, I still am on the what to expect. I get emails, like, um, forums. So you can see things on there. And I look through them and I'll look on some of the forums. But there are people on there that their kid was still breastfeeding or even just getting milk formula. And they had to go on this iron supplement. So it's not just because she was on soy and she's vegan or anything like that. At her nine-month checkup, I think that was the other one, it was slightly on the edge, and then she needed it for the year. So other than that, everything has been fine. She's been great with the almond milk. Daycare can't have almond milk there, so we give her soy on those days just for one bottle. And everything's been really good. Seriously, she's loved everything. She does love fruit, which, whatever, that's fine, but it's just super sweet. So we didn't want to... We waited a while to give her a lot of fruit just because of the... Sweet factor and like all the sugar that is in it too, but whatever she loves it. And I've recently made some veggie muffins. I feel like I mentioned that like a month ago, and then I made them again and I put them back in the oven again today because I gave her a veggie muffin this morning with breakfast, and she didn't. Eat. She had like two bites. I was like, yeah, she's eating it because like the top it just took forever to cook, to bake. It was awful like the top was nice and crisp and then like I took it out of it and I made them bigger last time I made mini ones and I took one of them out of the like little cupcake wrapper the muffin wrapper and it was just like mush inside so then I took them out and I flipped them upside down and put them in the oven for a little longer and I was like okay they were in there for like 25 minutes or something like that last night and still mushy so this morning I was like you know what I'm doing it again and I put them back in because she didn't eat them this morning so I haven't given her one but uh so the veggie, it's just an easy way to get it as long as I can find a way that it freaking cooks. Because the first batch I made, she loved. And the second batch weren't, wasn't her favorite, but she ate them. The first, maybe it was just like, oh yeah, I've had this already. I don't need this. Whatever. But she's been super good. And so far, I feel like it's been easy with her. And maybe that's just because you have been vegan for a while. We have, that we are more of pros is looking at this and thankfully she eats so like she's not a picky eater that we're lucky enough to be able to buy these things and she'll eat it yeah i mean it helps that she's not a picky eater but yeah it doesn't yeah if she was picky then it would make us wonder if it was because of the right foods but she's never had anything else so it's not like we took something away yeah 
So. It's been good, though. And seriously, like, no one has said anything. Minus, like, that friend that you mentioned. Like, I'm going to give you steak or whatever. But, like, so far it seems as though everyone's been supportive. And I get daycare going, like, she was jealous of the kids with these crackers. Like, okay, well, that just shows, like, maybe next week for her afternoon snack I'll put some of those little crackers that we have in there or something like that. Um, nice. That's a really good idea. So she can have her own crackers while the other kids are having crackers. Yeah, and she'll like, be fine. and she'll be fine. And, or maybe we could even, I can look into other ones. Like, Aldi sells those cauliflower crackers. Right. Maybe she could eat those. And we'll, I can test those out. That's a really good idea, Jessica. Buy those. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, so, I mean, the summary is that I was a little bit concerned about it because you can read about it online, about how much work it is, how hard it is, how bad it is for your baby, and none of it is true. Yeah, and she's seriously thriving. Yeah, she's absolutely thriving. She's enormous <laughs> and extremely healthy. Yeah. Knock on wood. And so um, it's totally tenable, it's totally doable, and it's totally something we're going to keep doing. For sure. And I will say, too, it's not, like... For her, like, we spend so much, not so much, but we spend a decent amount on fresh produce for her, and we'd rather have fresh than frozen. Um, It's just not always ideal to go to the grocery store twice a week to make sure we have enough fresh fruit, especially bananas, since she's inhaling two to four a day. She's a bananasaurus. Yeah. um, But it's not... Aldi makes it very reasonably priced. You get four of these, like, patties for, like, two ninety nine or three forty nine. Like, vegan. It's, yeah. it's, it's reasonably priced, too. And that's a different conversation. I think we've mentioned it before that it's not out of the, like, pay, great, pay area for people. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I've heard it said that being vegan is a privilege, and I don't believe that for a second, because our favorite meal is literally rice and beans. <laughs> yeah. And our kid loves black beans. Oh my god. She could exist on black beans. She could literally eat an entire can of black beans in one sitting. <laughs> she could. It's she absolutely really, true. She probably had half a can last night, and she, <laughs> she just... She had and so many black beans. I was shocked to see how much how many black beans we had left over when you warmed them up. And they just, so she has her little silicone plate that has, like, the big size, and then the other one, like, a small, it's not, it's, like, split down the middle, and then it's not exact, like, half on that second side, and it just took up that entire half side of the plate, and I was like, I mean, she'll probably, I knew she would probably eat it all, and she did! The only downside was it was, there, we didn't drain the cans that well, so there was a lot of liquid in there, so she was a disaster, Seriously, she could eat a can of black beans. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, we survive on that. She sur- survives on it. And, yeah, absolutely. Like, meat substitutes are a little bit more expensive than yeah. meat. But you don't have to live on meat substitutes. Like I said, like, our favorite meal is probably rice and beans. Yeah. And that's extremely cheap. I mean, and depending on how many people are in your family, yes, getting the Beyond uh, Meat ground beef, it's more expensive, like Michael said. But you don't need a ton. Because rice, <laughs> rice and beans is so filling. We don't need a ton of meat to go with it, too. Yeah. But. So, that's the follow-up. I'm sure we'll keep talking about it in the future. It's been very good so far. It's great. Yes. So. One last follow-up on J. Laura Chardonnay. The oak is so smooth and so creamy. Ooh. 
I whistled today going down the steps with little M, and she thought it was the funniest thing ever. Hmm. <laughs> it was super cute. And then I did it again, and she looked at me like, will you shut up? Okay, so it's rating time. Mm-hmm. I would give this four rattles. Me too! I don't know what it would take to get five rattles, but this is I know, four right? rattles. It's not, I will say, it's not as smooth as it was at the beginning. Maybe it's because I just took, like, a legit drink of it. I didn't take the time to, like, slowly enjoy it mm-hmm. and feel that freshness. Freshness? Freshness. Smoothness. Smoothness. <laughs> Whatever. But it's still so, so good. I, I give it four rattles. Final answer? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, as always, we want to thank you for listening to our program. Mm-hmm. And we would like to offer you the opportunity, the the exclusive opportunity to rate us on yeah. Apple Podcasts. Ooh, we. Or anywhere that you get your podcast yeah, where you anywhere. can offer a rating. Also, um, you can follow us on Instagram at Cheapline Parenting. You can like us there. You can subscribe. You can ding that notification bell. Ding, and. Ding, ding. You can leave us a message on anchor at anchor.fm slash cheap, and we will play it on the podcast. You can send us a question any way you know how to find us, and we will answer it, probably, we if will, we like it. We will talk about it, even if it's just a text. Yeah, even if it's just a text. So, um, anyway, thanks for listening, and any closing thoughts from you, Jessica? No. I'm sorry, I was thinking if I had something good to say, and I don't. Okay. This was good. This was a good wine. It was a good wine. Thank you. And we will talk to you eventually in the future. Whoa. Okay. Have a good night.